At the tone, please record your voice message. Hey, Jesse, it's Brian. I had this conversation over the recent holiday with my brother about our favorite music of the past year. Mind you, this is my older brother, the cooler older brother who introduced me to some of my favorite bands I still listen to now, like Wilco. Then again, it's the same one who recommended me Jack Johnson and Dave Matthews to a much more impressionable version of myself. He said his favorite album of the year was Foster the People's Torches, mainly because every song felt like a single. Mind you, this was the album that included the inescapable official crossover hit of 2011, Pumped Up Kicks. I wondered aloud to him in the cramped car that we found ourselves in just why that band was so popular. What makes them more successful while other bands aren't? I figured considering his highfalutin major label music industry job, he might be able to shine some light on my question. The topic quickly faded into the rest of the night, but the question stayed with me. I guess it actually is something I've thought of before. Most of the time, I keep it to myself in favor of not coming off as bitter or snobbish. But the answer still irks me why a band like Foster the People are so successful. Especially when anything can go viral and be instantly popular within a half a news cycle if it's available on the internet. Whether it's an original music video or a recycled idea in the form of an internet meme, it can go viral and die off within 12 hours of internet trending. I guess that's the thing that's so confounding about this all, how something can go viral and not be reflected by some true industry standard like billboard charts. It's the difference between watching Tyler the Creator's Yonkers video on YouTube recommended by a friend, as opposed to hearing pumped up kicks played after LMFAO on Top 40 Radio. Bottom line, there's a gap between what's deemed a success on the internet and older, more money-hungry forms of media. Which is why, getting back to what I was saying in the first place, why it feels so random to hear a band like Foster the People on the radio without being saturated in admiration on the internet before. I say this all because it's my long-winded way of saying why not to the British pop duo of The Big Pink. On their sophomore album, Future This, the duo of Rob Fewers and Emilio Cordell create their infectiously anthemic form of pop music that has a decidedly arty edge. I'd say it's a more British version of TV on the radio or Broken Bells, and the way that they experiment with electronic compositions just enough so as to not lose their accessibility. Their melodies ring like chants in some sort of punk spirit and hedonism. Not to mention, their maximal productions would fit right alongside any top 40 radio hit. Here's what it sounds like. on the second track, Hit the Ground, Superman. The song talks about something I'm pretty sure we've all felt before. It's that invincibility that's so tightly wound to being young and not wanting to admit the error in your ways. 
The songwriting on Feature This explores those familiar themes of being young, hence the irony of the title. The fact that you can barely picture two months from now when you're not of legal age. Because the songs off Feature This are so widely focused and written that it could apply to anybody's life, like some kind of cheeky horoscope you read in your local newspaper. And that's the genius of pop music, the fact that anyone can see themselves in a pop song. The songs off Feature This play like one long single, offering a few slow moments from the unrelenting radio-friendliness of the album. It's a matter of which strikes your mood. Unfortunately, for the Big Pink, you can't control which way the wind blows, and translated to the digital age, that means something goes viral or it remains to the obscurity of less than 100,000 YouTube views. This has been a message from Hate Your Answer.